Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Like always, you can check us out at audiowavesmusic.com. That's our website, and it has everything you need to know about us, our music, our music videos, and our podcast. That's audiowavesmusic.com. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes, and follow us on Twitter at Audiowaves. Audiowaves is the music. Hanging with Apes is the podcast. Let's do this. Yes, yes, yes. So, so uh, where should we start? Because we got a lot to go over today. Yes. Um, man, where do we start? So much to talk about. So much shit that I've been reading. Man, let's start off slow. Let's start off Despacito. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jesus. a pretty dope song. I like it. I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> Despacito. Despacito. Burritos. Or whatever the fuck uh, Justin Bieber said. That had everyone in an uproar. I, I had uh, read an article on uh, Complex. Well, not on the website, but you know how Snapchat has those like little, like articles. Yeah, little articles or whatever, and Complex and like IGN will have their own thing going, and it's just like little snaps. And there was this report uh, by uh, this girl, I guess that works at Complex, a journalist uh, by the name of Maria Sherman, and she was talking about how like. Uh, well, this was the exact title on there. It was Puerto Rico deserves better than Justin Bieber on Despacito, where she pretty much went on and on talking about how, like, using Justin Bieber, who is uh, a white male, and, uh, you know, doing a song that's of, of a minority, you know, uh, or, minor, you know, like reggaeton or whatever, which is what Despacito is, um, it's cultural appropriation. And um, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's that song uh, "Despacito." It's I think Luis Fonsi and Danny Yankee. Yeah, they had this song. Song is everywhere. Yeah. So. And it's, yeah, actually, you should know about it. And if you don't, I don't know where you've been living. Probably under a rock because yeah, I think it's number one on the on the Billboard charts. So it was just it was crazy. I mean, I th- I think honestly, had it been the weekend or had it been. I don't know Selena Gomez or had it been anybody like I think or it would Drake or Any, Drake yeah, yeah. it would have the song would have been catapulted to to number one or close to number one yeah I, like man <laughs> you the, know, just the 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 level of sensitivity like just oh Justin Bieber he he's cultural appro- he's culturally appropriating our music and. Aren't you happy that it's successful? Like, like, why do people always choose to look at the negative in a situation rather than say, rather than say, oh, this white boy is culturally appropriating your music. You don't. Why don't you be thankful for the fact that like your music is number one right now? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's how the artists feel. That's how because Luis Fonsi was actually he's the one who wrote the song. And he was like, you know, the lyrics are, are pretty hard. So, because, you know, everyone was talking about it. And, and I knew this article was coming. I, I didn't know from where it was going to come from. But I knew th- this article was coming because, like, it was like a week after the song had, like, become a hit. 
that like this video starts circulating everywhere on Instagram, Snapchat, fucking you know Twitter. The one where he forgot the lyrics. Yeah, right. yeah, and he's just like you know he says something like uh, I don't know the words, so I say poquito, na 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 burrito, or whatever. And you know, <laughs> of course he's not gonna know the lyrics. You know, <laughs> he's a white boy. What the fuck? He doesn't know Spanish. And, you know, no matter how much you practice it, it's not something like learning another language actually takes skill. I mean, some people, they buy, you know, what what, what are those uh, what are those uh, sets that the, people the buy? The Rosetta Stone? Yeah, the Rosetta Stone sets and learn this shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and then not only do you have to learn it, then you have to go and, and talk to people. It, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know what people were expecting, but I knew it. I, I knew as, saw, as soon as I saw that, that people, they were saying, oh, well, Latinos feel like, you know, it's like racist to to say burrito because it's like it's not even Puerto Rican. Like how the fuck? Like burrito's that, American anyway. That's like us. That's like us as rappers, right? Yeah. Like some Muslim guy from from the Middle East comes over and he's like, "Oh, I like your music. I would like you know, I would like to, for you to rap. I like the way you rap. I would like for you to rap a verse." On my on on my song, yeah. so you know, and then we start rapping in in like in in some Islamic language, and then speaking in tongues, baby. and then and then like we're expected to to know it, and then people get upset. Like, listen, enjoy the recorded version. Like, this is probably not something that I should be performing live because I don't know the fucking words. But why are you making a big deal of it that I don't remember the fucking lyrics? That's like that's like. The, that's the equivalent of like a, a a great motion picture that everybody knows, like the Titanic or or just a movie that or the or the Godfather. Yeah, yeah. And that's like being upset at somebody for not knowing every single line in the movie. No, of course, certain things people are not going to commit to memory, especially if it's a one-time thing. Justin Bieber on that Spanish song was a one-time thing. Yeah. And 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 obviously it was a good call because Justin Bieber on that song catapulted it to number one. So let let's just be happy about that. Like people that yeah. like Justin Bieber, they like the song. People that like the song and 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 the Daddy Yankee and the other artist, that's good. They came together and and they're unified. Number one hit. Yeah. Let's keep it the fuck moving. Money is being made, but no motherfuckers want to be mad. Because the poor guy doesn't remember the fucking lyrics yeah. to a Spanish song. Yeah, it's, it's just too much. And then, and then, like, the article just got worse. Then, then she was like, she had like, what was it? This was she's like, when when uh, Luis Fonsi, you know, kind of gave Beaver an out because, of course, she's saying, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say those lyrics. She was like, well, Fonsi stifles further exploration of what the song has to tell us about language, nationhood, and identity even in a joyful pop song. And I was like, oh my God, please just stop. What? Why does everything have to be so overly political? Why does everything have to, you know, oh, we need to be so conscious about everything. We're not conscious about everything. You know, like this, this, we don't have to be conscious about a song, which, which I mind you, I think probably, you know, again, not probably, I know for a fact that Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee are fucking ecstatic at the fact that they had a hit record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and they show. So it's like... Well, and, and then too, stop, stop, I stop, think stop, that's stop. the mistake we make though. Like you, you mentioned the word conscience. I think a lot of times people say, oh, we have to be conscience. We have to be woke. 
right? You could be conscious and you could be woke, but like, what does that mean? Because to me, I'm conscious and I'm conscientious of the fact that the song is number one. I'm conscientious of the fact that the song is making money. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm woke about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, you're, you're making a problem that isn't there. This guy, he's not, he's not Hispanic and he didn't say anything disrespectful or wrong to the Spanish community. He wasn't, he wasn't up there saying, oh, all you fucking dirty ass (laughs) spicks, like fuck your song. He didn't say that. He didn't remember the words. He's human being. Fuck you and fuck your banana boats. <laughs> right. Like, 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 that would have been like right. warned. You know, you'd be warranted to be upset about some shit like that. But all he said was he didn't know the lyrics. So he's going to try and rhyme it with some Spanish words that he does know that probably have nothing to do and, with and, the song. And then like, if anything, you should feel bad for the guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's obviously up there struggling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he was having, you know, he he didn't know the song. He he wasn't choking. He just like I don't you know I don't know the lyrics. So let's just have fun with this shit. Fuck it. And then he even passed the mic. He had put the mic on like a fan, and he's like I don't know the lyrics. Right. All right fuck it. <laughs> Nobody fucking knows the lyrics. <laughs> he's just fucking dancing and shit. I don't even know the fucking lyrics. But yeah, you're I right. Heard that song like twice. In, in, in retrospect, and, and then also thinking about what you just said. Because you said it's like asking someone that's watched like The Godfather. It's like asking Al fucking Pacino. Hey, verbatim, tell me what you said in this scene. I'm pretty sure Al Pacino's going to be like, oh, you know, I haven't even seen the movie in like years. Right. I, it was years what, ago. What did I say? What the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that that we don't agree. It, I don't agree with that. It's so mm-hmm. fucking asinine. It's like, man, it's only you bring up Al Pacino because that's like. A bunch of Cubans being mad at his portrayal of Cubans and Scarface, and be like, oh well, Cubans don't do this, dude. It's a fucking role. Like, God, why? Are, I don't know. I, I just Stop people it. really, people really must be living great lives if that's like the most thing they have to be upset about. Like, your life must be fucking amazing. <laughs> or or you must just not know what the fuck is going on in the world that to be that upset about something yeah. like that. You definitely for that to even be, warrant like yeah. taking time out of your life to write that article. Yeah, there's a lot of Americans pissing excellence right now. So what what else do you want them to be mad about? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 sad, and and you know what? Whatever. Uh, people are gonna think the way they think, but it's something that we we need to be weary about these things as far as like being so sensitive about everything because obviously that's it hasn't worked <laughs> because people are still going to you know do what, whatever they want to do and say whatever they're going to say so just get thick skin and, and then that's going to prevent people from wanting to deal with you like if yeah. if everything is is a problem and a controversy and an issue and makes you upset all that does is is it draws people away from you. People don't want to deal with you when you act when you behave like that. It's like, oh, this motherfucker, he's mad about this or she's mad about that or and, and, and like and it really does create like a disdain because it's like, dude, like what? What you're mad about that? Like you you don't you don't even want to deal with that kind of person. So Yeah. Oh yeah, speaking about mad, 
last time you had mentioned that little the little Yachty incident with uh, Joe Budden, and then now they have this incident with Migos. Did you see that? Yeah. What the fuck? What's up with all these Joe weird, Budden is just these, upset all the time now? These weird ass fucking whack ass rappers. And 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 Joe Budden just don't fucking mix. Did did, did you see uh? Did you see it or no? Did you see? Yeah, I saw it. That shit was fucking retarded, man. Like, why do they keep? Why do they keep interviewing these fucking brain dead ass guys? Well, see, that's that's uh, I saw a video that that uh, and and for all the people who don't know, Joe Budden, DJ Academics, and then what was the I don't know the girl's name, but um. And I, I didn't really know who DJ Academics was until you told me about the Vic Mensa situation. So right. it's been, yeah, actually the Lil Yachty situation, the Vic Mensa situation, and now it's the Migos situation. Well, I don't really know much about their podcast besides the fact that they're making a lot of headlines. Uh, I, I do know that it's called Everyday Str- uh, Struggle, and I do know that, that it's uh, by Complex, right? Right. Uh, pretty much hosted by Complex. And, well, they had they had a episode in which they're talking about what what really happened. Because when I saw the video, I saw Joe Budden, the girl in DJ Academic sitting there. Um, and they're talking to, to Migos. And I don't know. I know one DJ of DJ Academics called, asks one of the Migos members. Uh, why he didn't come out of the song. On Bad and Bougie. Yep. And then he's like, Bad and Bougie. And DJ Academics is like, what? Bad and Bougie. He's like, what? And like, literally the same thing is going on like fucking eight times. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Like, this fucking drug addict can't speak. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't, I'm, and, and, and I, I know a lot of people are saying Joe Budden is a hater, but I don't think he's a hater. That would upset me if like we had a guest on and they're, they're fucking talking like a crackhead. Yeah. And you're steady asking the same question. I'm going to get upset at, at a certain point. I'm going to be like, I'm out. Like, this is fucking retarded. This is asinine that you keep asking this brain dead fucking motherfucker the same question. And he's not gathering enough enough mental capability to yeah. know that you're not speaking clearly. You, yeah. You're fucking slurring and you sound you sound retarded. Yeah. Bad and bougie. What the fuck are you saying? Yeah. What are you? What does and, that mean? And, and, and you know, it was funny because when, 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 uh, even when you actually make out, because you don't have to you see the video after a while, you make out that he's saying, "Why wouldn't I be on bad and bougie?" But that's also like a dumb response, like regardless of the fact that, you know, like let's say he wasn't mumbling, why wouldn't I be on bad and bougie? Well, I'm asking you, like, oh, you weren't on bad and bougie, like, why did they leave you out? Because I wasn't left out. Why would I be left left out of bad and bougie? You weren't in the song. So, like, what we're asking is explain what happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's trying to, like, talk to you guys. So, I saw them on... I saw Migos on The Breakfast Club, and they had the same attitude. Like, just kind of, like, real quiet. Like, they don't really, like, talk or whatever. It's not. Re- it doesn't really make for a good conversation. And really makes it where no one will really want to talk to you because, you know, you don't fucking have anything to say. And then you see... Guys like Kodak Black do the same shit. Like, just stand there and, like, freeze the fuck up. Like, what the fuck is going on with you, bro? And we've talked about this before, you and I. But I'm really starting to believe, and I've never in my life been a conspiracy theorist, but I'm really starting to believe that it's fucking a conspiracy. I think all of these brain-dead-ass, drug-addict-ass rappers 
are being perpetuated in the mainstream media because they don't want motherfuckers like having any sort of sense of upward mobility. They want people fucked up without any people skills, drugged up, and that's it. Like it, that's the only thing that makes any sense to me. That that like yeah, yeah. that this keeps pushing because if you notice these motherfuckers, they don't have any people skills. They're awkward as fuck. Like like if if you saw them if you saw them just like at a, at a at a regular like let's say they were just regular people at yeah. a social function, you would stay the fuck away from them, and you wouldn't stay <laughs> away from them. You wouldn't stay away from them because <laughs> because people could say, oh, well, people are gonna stay away from them because they're black or because they're color of color. No, you're gonna stay away from them because they're fucking weird. Because I know plenty of people, black, Hispanic, that are the life of the party. Yeah. You're going to stay away from these motherfuckers because they're fucking weirdos. And, and their, their demeanor, <coughs> if you notice, it's a little, like, scary. Like, it's yeah, like, like yeah. what the... Like, it's fiendish. Yeah, yeah. Well, It's like fiend-like, yeah. like, like, like ghoulish almost. And it's like, you, you don't want to be around it. And, yeah. and so, again, it's like, that's... It seems like that's what they want to push out there. Like, oh, hey, all you young motherfuckers, like, don't get smart. Like, you know, don't... Don't think like Jay Z and Kanye West and Fifty Cent. Don't think like that. Be Migos, you know. Yeah, yeah. Be, because be be Kodak Black, right? Be, like be Lil Uzi Be a Vert. fucking brain dead zombie. Yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised with uh, what was it? A uh, Lil Yachty that he don't drink or uh, do drugs. I think. Yeah, the fuck. I don't believe that shit for a second. That, that's what you said. I was like, Whoa. I don't believe that shit for a second because. <laughs> That's really bad if that's really bad if if he doesn't if he doesn't drink and do drugs and that's the kind of music he makes and that's how he is that means that that motherfucker like has some sort of like mental problem <laughs> that it does yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. then that he's fucked up in the head then so then now that's what they're perpetuating fucking but look at look at their ages 19 you know like they're 19, 19 no, I didn't no, act no. like that I, I I know but what I'm saying is you 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 get you get these people uh being ran by like by like labels and oh this is what you got to do this is what you got to do and you don't know shit like like you don't really know what the fuck you're talking about you don't really like you know you don't know shit really like so so cuz uh, one thing i did notice was when joe budden i, I asked uh, lil yadi in that interview uh he said oh so do you have a 360 deal and like lil yadi was like well, what's that right and, well, and well, why would you? Why would you? Of course, you're gonna pick the guy that. What's that? Because you're gonna extort his ass, right? And, as and, a label, and being young, well, Migos, I think that, like there's no excuse for them because I think they're like 25, 26. Yeah. So they're that's older. Oh, yeah, you're you're old enough to know like what the fuck is going on at that point. Yeah, with Lil Yadi, yeah, he's younger, so there's a certain level of ignorance that is a little bit more acceptable coming from him. But that doesn't that doesn't take away from the fact that just like his general social skills, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That yeah. that's what I'm I'm more so referring to. Same thing with Kodak Black. I know he's young, but like you're in an interview with a ski mask on, and you're just standing there still, not answering questions. Like that's not normal. You know what I'm saying? So I understand you don't know everything about yeah. the the world and the the intricacies of economics and politics i get it like we ain't asking you and, that. and we're not asking you that exactly <laughs> yeah. but like just a, a a simple question about something you've said or done 
and you can't even answer it because you look fucking doped out yeah. and you're wearing a ski mask. Like, yeah. th- that's weird. Yeah. And, and you can't cop out and say, oh, because I'm on some... I'm a street motherfucker. No. Fifth Fifth talks like a fucking businessman. Like Fifth is from the streets. So like there's there's a plenty of rappers out <laughs> from the streets that can art. Beanie Siegel is probably the most renowned street rapper. Yeah. Like everybody talks about how crazy a, a street speak. Right. <laughs> you know, everybody talks about how crazy this motherfucker is in the streets, but he could speak in an interview. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he still has his demeanor where he's rocking his shades or whatever, and he's like more laid back than the average guy in an interview but still he'll speak and like you and articulate himself with clarity yeah he could correlate thoughts exactly and then explain to you what he has correlated in his mind exactly which is which is fucked up one thing i don't agree with joe budden when when he walked away when he said that i would have myself because i would have been frustrated at the fact that like these guys don't really want to talk and um and I go back to what I was saying was when uh, when when they did the episode after that they were explaining what what, what happened. They had they had a vote, and uh, it was all three of them, which is uh, again DJ Academics, the girl, and Joe Budden. I say the girl because literally, if you go to the Everyday Struggle like site, it doesn't show the girl's information or her name or nothing. So I really don't know who she is. But um, the girl and DJ Academics, they both voted. Yes, amigos. Joe Budden's like, no, I don't want to talk to them. I've seen them in other interviews, and I don't, I don't feel that that would make a good interview. Like, right? Like, he's like, you know, at least the voice of reason. Yeah, yeah. He's like, so I don't really, I'm not really interested. We could go, like, you know, talk to somebody else. And um, and then you know, obviously, he lost out on the vote because it was two versus one. So then, like, all right, fuck it, amigos. So, so Joe Budden explains how how like I guess uh, w- when they get there. You know, he's shaking their hands or whatever. He's shaking, uh, I think it's Offset. And then, uh, I don't know the other guy's name. And then he, he goes to Qu- uh, Quavo, which is like, or Quavo, or whatever his name is. Um, and he goes to shake his hand and Quavo kind of like disregards him. So yeah. so then Joe Bunn's like, all right, whatever. Like, and he leaves his hand there like for like a long time. Like saying like, are we going to... And Quavo doesn't. So I guess at that point, Joe Bunn's like, all right, he don't fuck with me. It is what it is. So... They start talking, and and Joe Budden saying that he's growing frustrated at the fact that the interview is really not going anywhere. So where I don't agree with him is the fact that the fact that he uh, he uh, oh and and then later on in that podcast he talks about also earlier in the day I guess their their manager or something like the in the video you can see like this guy with like a blue and, and white shirt mm-hmm. uh, come out at the end when they were like looking like they were gonna fight I guess. Earlier on, uh, Joe Budden's uh, that day, er, um, Joe Budden's didn't have a dress sock, so he went to the store to, to like the mall to get some. Yeah. And I guess their manager, he might manage like Lil Yachty too or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he came up, he's like, "Hey, you need to stop talking about like the Lil Yachty stuff." And then and then, but he said it kind of like in a casual in a, way, a casual way. And then Joe Budden was like, "Listen, I don't even want to talk about Lil Yachty. Like that's easy to me. That's fine. Yeah, I won't talk about Lil Yachty. Whatever it is, what it is." So. So then they're talking. He's trying to shake the dude's hand, uh, Qu- uh, Quavo's hand, and then the manager comes in and he tries to act like he checked Joe Budden right. earlier that day. He's yeah, like, I heard about that. He's like, oh, hey, uh, I told him about that little Yachty shit, so, you know, everything's good. And then Joe Budden's like, what the fuck, this motherfucker? And now he's talking real hard. tough. Yeah. yeah, like he's he's trying to act real hard, whatever. So 
so he's already kind of annoyed, upset. He's like, oh, these motherfuckers are trying to flex and like, you know, they're trying to do all this shit. Whatever. Fuck them. So the interview's not going well. Then he drops the mic. I wouldn't have dropped the mic. I would have been like, because he says that in the background, the guy's like saying, wrap it up. So I've been like, oh, all right, well, we need to wrap it up. And these guys don't really have much to say. So it is what it is. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like, let them know. Like, you know, obviously these guys, or, or, or I would have said something like, oh, obviously these guys don't really want to speak to us. So it is what it is. And plus we have to wrap it up or something and then walk away. Whereas Joe Budden made it seem like he just walking away. You know what I mean? Like explain it and also kind of like address them like right, right off the bat. Obviously he did address them by disrespecting them, but it was like one of those things. Yeah. I see what you're saying, but I think in a way it's kind of good to meet that level of ignorance with the same, with the same, because see guys like that, they don't understand the classy approach. You know what I'm saying? They they don't understand that. So that would have been the classy approach. Like, hey, you know what? These guys obviously don't have a lot to say or whatever. And I, I feel like, I feel like they should, they should know abruptly. Like, hey, you're a fucking idiot, and I'm gonna treat you as such. I'm dropping the mic because you guys are goofy. And then not, not only that, but obviously, like, it did good for Joe Buttons and them because you know it created like controversy. controversy. Yeah. And that's one thing that, like, they're new. And they're creating this type of controversy. It's, I know Complex is just fucking grinning. Yeah. Like, they're just loving it. Because, I mean, it, it, it's good. It's a good... Uh, it's, it's good for one reason. Because now they're going to... They're, they're establishing a notoriety, right? And people are going to want to come to that show. And I feel like, you know, if they keep it real, that's good. Right. Because and- it forces people to keep it real. And it forces people to talk. So... I have no problem with that. And I think that, that, that that's pretty cool. I, I I don't know. I just feel, in my opinion, I don't know. I, I, I was just and, addressing and, it, you know? And, and and also, like, because of the things that we've talked about, uh, like, pertaining to that show in the past, I like that he's willing to physically show how he feels about the situation because DJ Academics, like, we already kind of established that he's sort of bitch-made. Yeah. So... He, like, looking at him and, like, just the way he is and operates, he's kind of, it's, he's kind of off-putting to me. It's like, uh, I don't really, like, like this dude because I already know how he is. Whereas Joe Budden, maybe he doesn't go about things in the most classy way, but I, I do more so appreciate how he goes about it, like, the yeah. authenticity of it all. Yeah, yeah, and it's a good balance, I guess, you know? Like, you could kind of see the... Because one thing I could say with DJ Academics... That would be nice is if Joe Budden ever is a little too real, he could kind of be like the voice of reason, right? And what I mean by the voice of reason is like, hey, we're journalists, let's keep this interview going. Whereas Joe Budden might be like, ah, fuck this shit. Well, it's always good to kind of clash because that maybe you can move the conversation forward yeah. and then, you know, get, even get better material. But with certain, and, and I think that would work with certain people, but yeah. not these motherfuckers. No, like, they're no. not talking, like, they don't want to be there, they're not saying anything. They're fucking mumbling. Let's let's shut yeah. it down because it's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so some uh, like drug addict that shit going on. Yeah, yeah, and then the shit that they had on, like, I was, what the fuck, man. Uh, and, and, oh my god, the memes, the memes that came out of that shit. Have you seen that, people? If you haven't seen that interview, please, when you do, go on YouTube and put uh. 
oh, whatever that is with Joe Budden and Migos, slow motion. Do have you seen it? No. Oh, that shit is great. That shit is great. That shit had me laughing so hard. Matter of fact, after we after we finish the show, I'm showing you that shit. They 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 do rock some weird shit, but that that's what I'm saying, man. That's all these new age motherfuckers. Like yeah. it's like there's a bunch of fucking weirdos, dude. With Migos, I just don't fuck with their shit though. Like what they like, they're not like I don't really get them. I wouldn't classify because I before I w- I was classifying them as mumble rappers, but I could literally tell I could tell everything that they're saying. It's just not good though to me. But like they don't really like mumble. So I wouldn't classify them as like those mumble rappers, but I would still classify them in that circle of like shit that I don't really fuck with though. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause like it's not people make, like I said, I've said this before on, on an episode before this. And I said that like I had kind of higher expectations for culture, not high expectations for culture. I didn't expect I was going to love it. But given the fact that Childish Gambino had said that they were so you know great or whatever, I was expecting a little bit something different and i didn't really get that i wasn't yeah so charles gambino you failed me yeah i i i never ex- had any high expectations for migos or or lil yachty or any of these motherfuckers like it, it nothing like n- they don't have one one line in any of their raps that that's good like their beats are not good it's just well brace yourself Cause it's poor. I think poor you shit. were the one who sent me the the freshman list, on uh, for what double XL. I didn't send that shit. Who sent that? It oh, might it have was been Donnell. Yeah, nah, I didn't send that shit. God damn! I don't fuck, dude. I don't fuck with that shit. What I, like the I'm fuck happened though. Like it's just what happened. Like <laughs> I I don't understand. I I don't understand. And then their names are just getting weirder. Like. Oh, ugly God! What the fuck is that? I'm telling you, is it that dude, one meme? What is that? It, this shit, this shit is 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 getting getting fucking horrible. Like, it's to the point where like rap needs a savior again. Like, remember it got like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There was a point before, and then it started kind of getting a little bit better, and now like it's the, like that again. Uh, you're right, but I feel like we were kind of like the. It's like that story, boy who cried wolf. I think we thought it was bad until it got nah, to this point. It, it, it was it was it was bad for our standards, but you know what I'm saying. But it was better than what it is now. Yeah. But now it's bad for real. Now like, it's bad. Yeah. Now you need like fucking like, dude. I don't even know. I don't even know the world we live in. Yeah. Watch Donald Trump fucking starts emceeing and shit. <laughs> Honestly, he'll need, probably, that's he'll what, probably that's be what way better than right these now, motherfuckers. Yeah, like rap needs what rap needs is like a guy who's gonna be kind of like what Donald Trump is politically, but in in rap, like like you're gonna have to be confrontational, competitive. Uh, you're gonna have to bring the lyrics. You're gonna have to, you know, and not everyone's gonna like you and, and, and talk some shit. That, well, kind of like what Fifty Cent was, you know. Even yeah. though Fifty Cent wasn't really needed at that time, as far as like good music. But that's who 50 Cent was. Like, fuck y'all. And if you fuck with me, all right, let's do this shit. And 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 I don't have any problem with this beef shit. Like, if you guys want to talk, let's do this shit. And, like, I respected it so much because, like, piggy bank. You know, you saw you saw your enemy, uh, who was Ja Rule with the whole clapback video. Yeah. And then the, they had the song, though, I got 20, 20. Yeah, New York. Yeah, New York. And then you saw all these New York rappers, Fat Joe and Jadakiss. 
And and then you heard Nas saying all this shit about fifth or whatever. And you had no problem with it. I said, hey, no. You're eating with my enemy. Fuck you. You're eating with my enemy. Fuck you. You said fuck you. Fuck you. Dude, it was... I'll, I, I'll make I remember, a hit out of a song out of your names now. Dude, I remember it was so bold. It was so yeah. bold for fifth. Like, honestly, I was a little scared for him. Like how bold he was going against all those rappers at once. Yeah. I, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. And and it was just it was just so great, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But the thing is, the difference between then and now is that um there was a level of competition. These new rappers, they don't believe in competition. So like really whoever were to whoever were to come out if if there were such a rapper to come out and like start laying into motherfuckers, they would have to do it with the mindset that they're doing it for the fans and not to generate a response from the other rappers because I don't think these guys would respond. So they would have to do it in a more like joking way, like kind of like how Eminem or like a Hobson would go about it. Like, like don't because like Piggy Bank, yeah. that was like a serious song. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So that was a serious song where Fifth wanted a response because he even says it like, you know what I'm saying? In the at the end of the song, this would have to be like, yeah, in rapping and in passing, I'm mentioning all all these goofies and all the goofy shit they do, but I'm not really re- expecting a response. All I'm expecting is that maybe if I like encounter them, I better be ready to fight because they might try to jump me or some shit. But these motherfuckers are not gonna like ever say anything on a track yeah, like back yeah. to me. Exactly. And, and and that's how and that's how it, it would have to it would have to be. But I do think there's there's a a, a segment of fans out there that would greatly appreciate something like that. Because I know I would. Yeah, I would, yeah. dude. I would. I would. If that rapper came out right now and made like solid good music and and in along with that good music started like laying into these fucking goofies. Yeah. I, I would I, I would buy his albums. I would for, and I don't even buy albums anymore. Right? I stream them, but I would buy his. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought Kendrick was going to be that guy because after Good Kid, Mad City, and then when he had that New York song, or uh, what was it? Uh, well, he talks about how he's the king of New York or whatever, and uh, I thought that's what he was aiming for. He can be. So can J Cole. They can be like. They they have the talent too. talent yeah. wise yeah, yeah definitely but I you know I don't know they're on their own shit though that's what this to me it's like uh, like you have the platform you have the fans people rock with your shit and people clearly put you way higher than all these rappers so like for you to stomp on these motherfuckers like I'm not saying like and have fun to, with it yeah be on don't be on no Hayden shit or nothing like oh their competition no just be like you know like get on some fifth shit. But I don't know. They don't do it. And and that's what's sad. Because, like, you know, I could actually listen to a J. Cole album or a Kendrick album. I can't, I can't say that I can listen to, to their albums and be, like, completely satisfied. But I could be okay with that. Like I could I could be okay with rap music if that's all we, we had, right? You know, those type of rappers. You know, it wouldn't be as bad. But, but now it's like you're just letting this shit run rampant. All these guys and all this shit. And you're just, like, kind of sitting there, you know, on your own shit. I don't know. It's... We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I don't know. It's 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 sad. Fuck it. I'm gonna go stream. 
stream uh i don't even know how, how to say his name xx tension xx extension i don't know how to say yeah. his fucking name either but his i'm gonna go stream his album that's another motherfucker man this shit is so bad <laughs> but uh so switching from one bad subject to another bad God subject damn what, uh, what's next the the did you see that Chicago's Ton Times article today that uh Trump is making good on his promise to send the feds to Chicago? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. twenty uh twenty ATF agents are in Chicago to work alongside the Chicago police and uh the the state police to I guess try to curb the gun trafficking. Man, I you well, know, you it's know, a start, but I I don't know if that's going to do anything. I don't know if it's going to do anything. And I really didn't think it would be that big of, a, you know, when he said that. I thought it was just like he was just saying it. And then uh, it was it's kind of funny, though, because, like, I think Chicago, a Chicago politician, I don't remember who it was, but I remember seeing it on TV. He was like, oh, well, well, stop saying it and do it. And then Trump did it, you know. But it'd be nice to see a difference. But I don't know that, it, like you said, I don't know if it would do anything just because, like, it's just that bad right now. Yeah, and and it's just a, a bigger problem than just gun violence to me. It's like that's just a cultural problem. Like that's a cultural problem. Like the culture, the the criminal culture in, in in Chicago, that's the problem. And it's like something that you don't really like. This is not something that just goes from like one year to the next. This is like something that's been brewing for like the last maybe 20 15 to 20 years or longer yeah yeah oh yeah or longer to be honest yeah if you if you if you count the the political aspect of of things and the societal aspect of things in chicago and the fact also that we're pretty segregated as, as a city like especially when you were telling me how new york was i was like damn like you're like yeah like when i went to new york everyone was everywhere he's like yeah you know they're segregated in the fact that it was like areas that had a different vibe yeah and like more like class it was more of a class thing like so for instance like in manhattan i saw all different like cultures Mm -hmm. together but you know they were they had money you know and then in harlem i saw a bunch of cultures together but they were broke you know um here it in this city it, it's just it, like it's real different when yeah, it comes to that it's different and and it's bad and and i agree to an extent like as far as when it comes to when people talk about cultures and it's like they say uh like for example um how how being black in america is 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 uh is different as far as like let's say comparing it to a white american i do agree but and this is a big but um um, and, and like I mean like Kim Kardashian but <laughs> like like it's not as simple as what people say it is right. oh being black in America is different okay what do you mean by that because there's different levels to this shit like there's like matter of fact we've talked about this book countless of times and thank you for referring it to me um, the, the Thomas Sowell book yeah which literally breaks down the way society works, like, and an economist at that, like, you know, obviously he, he breaks it down in a way where it's very understandable and also shows like, it's like the puzzle, you know, it's not just one thing. Yeah. There's cultural things. Cultural things are things that you could change by looking in the mirror and and fixing them. Not only looking in the mirror, but then looking outside of the box that you live in. Um, 
and I feel that that right now, you, you, again, that's that's the problem in in Chicago, the whole segregation part, and 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 then you look at the political aspect of things. Like this city is just so fucked up. How do you have the highest gun violence and like you people can't even have guns though? <laughs> like what what the fuck is that? So so I say that to say this like it's so fucked up right now that that a couple ATF agents ain't gonna do shit because like this is like yeah. political. This is like we need to change shit from the inside out, not bring stuff from the outside in. Like yet we have to fix. I mean, there was another article we were talking about just before we did the podcast with the pension shit. Yeah. And how Chicago's like the worst right now as far as like, uh, like uh, as a state when it comes to the financial aspect of things. Dude, I'm I'm telling you, it's so bad. And then now they're they're in court right now for this beverage tax. It's like taxes on top of taxes, poverty on top of poverty, crime on top of crime. It it. It's ugly. It's it's ugly. I don't and and the sad part about it is I don't really see a light at the end of the tunnel. Like I don't see any any real no. hope. And so I'm wondering what's gonna ultimately be down the road. I'm talking five, ten years from now. Are people gonna just be moving out? Like is it gonna be like is Chicago gonna become deserted? You know, a lot like what happened to Detroit. Yeah, and see, that's. That's something that when I was in, when we were like in our college years, we were seeing that already from Chicago, like the population was going down. I haven't kept up with it, but that'd be, that's going to be something I'm going to start researching when it comes to the statistics of it. Like, are more and more people moving out now? You know, like, cause, cause it's not getting any better every year. It's worse every year. You know, like we're starting to hit them, you know, suburbial ass fucking taxes now. Like, yeah. might as well move to the burbs. Yeah. And the burbs ain't that much better. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Illinois is like, kind of like fucked right now. And, and the thing is, it's like, it's just stuff that, that really like, you could trace back all the way to the eighties when it yeah. comes to the whole pension thing, when it comes to the whole, you know, it, it's, it's bad. And then you have, you're not very business friendly too. So nah, you have a lot of employment, you have a lot of employment and, and a lot of that employment is like like city employment and government employment, which is good. Obviously, you need the government to run its capacity, right? To or to a capacity. But like when that's what most workers are, what does that tell you about the growth of the city? When you don't really have any incentive yeah, for someone it's, to it's stagnant because yeah. you want you always want the majority of your growth to be in the private sector. Yeah. That's where the majority of your growth should always be. So you want businesses flourishing, stores, uh, businesses, everything. That's what you want. You want the majority of 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 your your job growth to be. And then obviously, the government should be a very small fraction of that. Yeah. And then, government should still be limited to to I think the the most dire and absolute necessities like the things that you need for instance yes in this city you do need police you do need firefighters you do need paramedics and 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 there's a lot of stuff that you need yeah but there's a whole lot of shit that we spend money on that you don't need yeah and there's a whole lot of things you could do to just be more business friendly 
even if that means that you eliminate some of these politicians, even if that means you eliminate some of the stuff, because Social the programs. truth of the matter is, like people always, all these fucking lefties always uh, advocate so much for social justice. But if you really want social justice, the only way that like you could get uh, 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 the true definitive meaning of social justice means that things work in proper accordance. And what's proper accordance is if you work harder, you should have more. And having more just because you have more doesn't mean that you should be taxed more. You know what I'm saying? To give to somebody that isn't working as hard or doesn't care as much. That's just how that's just how it should be. And that should be what's promoted. That should be what what what's perpetuated. Like, hey, you know what? Do good. You know, stop trying to rely on the government. If you have five kids, you got to support them. The government's not going to support them. And like do that. And and if honestly, if if that culture and, and those and and the politics of that doesn't change not just in this city in this country it'll ultimately come down to a point in time where like those things are going to be taken away from those people yeah like abruptly and they'll and be then, left dry and, as fuck and then that's and that's going to cause a real problem rather than like start to like slowly get them off of it like hey send out letters hey guess what this this aid that you're receiving it's limited like this is the date that it's going to go away progressively like it's going to drop in percentage we're not going to be giving any more of it out little by little public schools hey your child can finish the the like right now what i would do is every public school child that's in public school right now whatever whatever services you're getting now are right, you'll continue to get it but like from that point, that's where it stops. So any like new enrolled child in a public school, like there's no more, there's no more free lunch, there's no more free breakfast. Yeah. So like little by little, you start to get like the people off yeah. of that shit. Yeah. And then, but but see the thing is, the thing is, politicians they don't want that because the more self sufficient you make people the less politicians are needed. Yeah. And the best kind of politician is the one that doesn't want you to need him. Yeah. Like a Trump. Like, that's one thing that like you could like say Trump is good or bad, but Trump has made it very clear that he doesn't want you to need him. Trump has made it seem like, hey, listen, I'm here because I see that things are bad. Like, I don't really want to, to be here. It's kind of like Batman almost. Like Batman really doesn't want to exist. Batman exists because he sees that he's needed to exist. Yeah. Like Gotham needs me. I don't I wish I didn't have to exist. I wish I didn't have to be, but obviously I'm needed. That seems more Trump's attitude whereas like the Hillary Clintons and and the Bernie Sanders and all of that they seem like they want to be need. Like you know what I'm saying? Well, well the Hillary they, Clinton, she was just snakeish in 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 the approach whereas like Bernie was like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Like, we're just going to be socialist. Right. But but what I'm saying is those are politicians that they want to be needed. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the best politician is the kind that doesn't want to be needed. Yeah. He's he's there because he wants to do good, but he really wishes that his existence wasn't necessary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And whereas these politicians, they don't have any other any any anything else going for them. 
So they they want to be needed. Like, hey, you need me. So that's why we give all this free stuff because the more free stuff you get, the more happy you are. And the more happy you are shows, hey, you know what? I, I want more and more free stuff. And this is the kind of politician. You're a legal dope dealer. That's going to get me more shit. That's what that's what that's what the anointed are is like legal dope dealers like they get you addicted and then it's like yeah, oh and shit it, man you a, need me man to a degree and and it's real bad so I hope uh, you know I hope something something changes for the better but I, I'm just not seeing it in this mm-hmm. city of ours nah nah and I mean it is what it is so I mean I think it's pretty. I mean, I think right now is a good moment to say that we're going to be moving the show to Canada. <laughs> uh, so we, we're not going to have an episode in the right. upcoming weeks because we got to work out the logistics. Right. That that last part of our intro won't be from two guys from the south side of Chicago. It'll be two guys lost in fucking Ontario or some <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but it uh, is what it is, man. But yeah, I think that's it for today. We'll uh, We'll wrap it up on a very dark note. And uh, we don't usually wrap it up like this. We usually wrap yeah. it up pretty like up upbeat, but uh, but yeah, that shit is pretty depressing. Yeah. So um, no wonder all these rappers are all fucked up because they just they they see the they see the <laughs> they, future. They, they see the future and we don't. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, it's it's bad. But anyway, like always, you could check us out at audiowavesmusic.com. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, tell your friends about us. Also, tell them that not every episode is this depressing. I'm but, so sad. But, you know, they're usually a little bit more upbeat. But, hey, you know what? Every now and again, you, you should, you got to, you got to, you got to get down to get up and, and understand that you appreciate the highs more when you, every so often, you feel a low. So, these, that that's what today's episode is. These are the end of days. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So tell your friends about us. the The show is growing. Thank you so much. June this this June. Well, I mean, we're still technically in June, but not for too much longer. Uh, was our best month ever. So thank you so much for that. Lot of downloads. We appreciate you from people all over listening. That's so awesome. Thank you. Um, and you know what? Ask us. Qu- I'm telling you, ask us questions on uh, on Twitter and and all this stuff, and uh, we'll, we'll address review, whatever stuff you know you yeah, know you dro- want us to go over. Review us, drop us a comment on SoundCloud. We're out there. Check us out. Uh, keep spreading the word about hanging with apes, the podcast. And like we we always say, you know what? If you're listening to the podcast, you think that we're talking about something that would be interesting to somebody, just hit that share button. Text it to them, email it to them. Whether you're listening on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on on Stitcher, any number of the apps we're on, on on iTunes, we're out there. We're, we're everywhere. on every app. So like, we're really easy to find. Oh, you know, talking about the fucking, you know, the darkest of days. Um, I feel like it's wrong if we don't tell people to go listen to someone to love. <laughs> like yeah. go go listen to our song. We have a music video on YouTube. Kind of about what we were just talking about. Yeah. So yeah. it's called "Someone to Love." You, I think you would appreciate it if you appreciated this episode, this segment of the episode. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you could check out that video on YouTube, Audio Apes, "Someone to Love," or you could listen to the song on SoundCloud. It's out there, or and we have it. a lot of music on iTunes, um, Google Play, 
we're we're out there. That song isn't on iTunes. That song oh, yeah. is on SoundCloud, yeah. but but yeah. but uh, we have other songs on iTunes, so we're out there. Yeah, that one's a free download on SoundCloud. So I mean, shit, go download the shit. Download the shit out of it. Peace. Peace. <laughs>